He's here. He's here. Now, in a random student media building, deep in the bowels of the recording studio, under the wooden plaster of a marked building, we once again make contact with our lead analyst, Scott Harris. Hey, 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 people. Scott here. Welcome back to Capitol Hill Landscaping with Scotty. It's uh, been a bit, about a month and a half, uh, to be exact. Uh, winter break, you know, Western Oregon. It lasts a solid month, which, you know, it's pretty nice, but can't really do the show at the same time. Anyways, I'm here with a guest today. It's our first guest ever on the podcast. Hi, Ms. my name is Alejandro. I'm a student here at Western. I just saw a really good dodge. Uh, drive by, but um, <laughs> I'm a political science major with a minor in legal studies, and this is my last term. And Scott told me about the podcast, and I was like, "Yeah, I'd love to do a podcast." So yeah. I'm here. I'm very excited, and we're here today to discuss anything, whenever, whoever. <laughs> I guess the big thing uh, we both went to um, Senator Ron Wyden, he who recently won a re-election against uh, Perkins, actually in November, uh, was speaking at uh, Western Oregon in the kind of conference room thing at the Wook. I don't know the name yeah, of it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, but they had flags. Lots I of flags. I remember when the election was going on, every single, probably a minute and a half, I'd be refreshing the New York Times. Like, give me, give me more, give me more. I need more. What's going on? Who's winning? Who's, what district is this? I, just, I was like, I kept a lot of tallies in Washington. Uh, the I think it was Pennsylvania. Uh, yeah. Pennsylvania, Georgia. Oh, I think I lost hours of sleep on that. <laughs> I remember on election night, like literally, I got off class and the polls, I think, closed like the second the bell rang or something like that. Uh-huh. And so I immediately dashed home. I had a pizza. I got a pizza already before the night and I just sat down. I basically sat at my chair for like seven hours just waiting. And I then you can imagine my disappointment. This is like, you know, the first cycle where multiple states are not done yeah it's not just what was it like one or two i think arizona arizona nevada i think georgia uh, georgia went into like a recount or not a recount like an off enough off run is that what it's called runoff runoff yeah and like you could see like some states like texas was pretty contested for a little bit yeah with abbott kind of having a lead and then he was gone just destroyed but I, I remember after, like, the first night, everyone was like, oh, we won't have results until next week. And I was like, I live in disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, I was specifically shocked because, like, the Oregon's governor, the Oregon governor's race, it wasn't called for, like, four or five days. Yeah. Oh, I met a, there's this uh, guy. So I work at a Starbucks, and there's this guy. He's, like, very political, and he's a great guy. And if you're listening, I still want to hang out with you. You know who you are. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but he he was telling me he worked for the governor for... Um, Brown? No, not Brown. The the current one now? Kotech. Kotech. Yes. He worked for Kotech's campaign. He was an oh. organizer, something like that. And he was telling me how they were like just in their seats throughout the whole thing. Because they were like... Because I think at the start of the governor's election, I think... Um, what's his name? Drayson had just like pretty long like a three-point lead on Kotech for quite a bit until the mm -hmm. mail-in started getting counted yeah but like then the margin just got closer and closer and i think they were like 
0.5 ahead of one each other. And then next thing you know, Kotick is like 0.5 ahead. And then you refresh and it goes back to like, Drayson is 0.5. And I remember the guy was like, yeah, no, we were like sweating. We were sitting there <laughs> and we were like, we don't know what to do here, you know? <laughs> but yeah. they won. I mean, I, the candidate won. The one I wanted won. So. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, I remember a few podcasts ago, I kind of talked about Drazen's main fault, and that main fault was basically just not doing enough campaigning in uh, the suburbs around Portland, which is would have been basically the area to go to. Because yeah. I checked, like only 30% of Portland voted in terms of its population, like Multnomah County. Like mm-hmm. nobody voted. Dang. Like this would have been the prime election for a republican to win and, and they had a pretty good chance i mean i i've only gotten very detailed into it recently but like just looking at the numbers i mean Drayson had a pretty good chance i mean i think even myself was like we could just have a republican governor for the first time in a while in oregon 40 years i think so i'm not i'm not huge on oregon history i haven't had the time to put into it but it's it was, been a bit i took a class um i forget who was the professor we the political science professor that, he pulled me, that pulled me aside or which one um no he asked the immigration question to widen uh dr henkels yeah henkels I, yes. I actually uh freshman year i took a class with him it was governing oregon it was literally a whole like it's class. a book in the bookster yeah like a whole class based on just oh how do you run oregon and like what's its electoral mm-hmm. history and how it was basically kind of back and forth and then also pretty mm-hmm. republican leaning for a solid like 40 years and then the Dems just took over basically in mm-hmm. the 80s and nothing's changed ever since then. Yeah. Essentially, yeah. I I think everybody in this like this midterms, not just in Oregon but the whole country was just like off their seat. I was reading that we had like one of the highest turnouts for a midterm election, like not just in the state or at least I remember reading something like it. Please correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but I remember it was like a lot, like obviously not like a hundred percent turnout, but I think it went from like 62 to like 67, something like that. I could be wrong. 62 to 67? Something like that. Really? I, I, rem- I remember reading something on the New York Times. I mean, don't quote me. I'm, I'm definitely not an academic source. I can tell you that. I know like for, uh, the last presidential election, it was the highest turnout yeah. ever recorded. I don't. Oh, you know where it was? I think it was Georgia. Georgia had a pretty good uh, turnout because mm-hmm. there were it was, I think, um, I think I was just like when I was looking at Georgia, I was just like shaking. I was like, "Is he gonna win? Is he gonna win?" Because they stayed at I think it was like forty nine point six and forty nine point eight for both candidates. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ugh. and when they announced the runoff, when everybody kind of <laughs> moved on from politics, I was like, "Okay, now I can go back to being, you know, my regular self." I was still on the New York Times, just like Georgia, Georgia, give me more. I need more, literally. <laughs> yeah, uh, Georgia's a very interesting example, I guess, mainly because, you know, the governor there who won re-election, Brian Kemp, won, re-won his rematch against Stacey Abrams by greater numbers than previously yeah. and has a positive approval rating, but that could not carry Herschel Walker to the Senate. Yeah, like, and it was, yeah. There, there was, I remember uh, shortly after the election results came out, like, you know, two months later, you know, two years later, however long it took them to come to votes, mm-hmm. um, it was like there was this article. It's like, did Trump was was Trump a like a good thing for the midterms and the Republicans? And there was like a but there was a lot of backlash, and you, I think even a couple of Republicans were like, we should probably move on from you know it's this Trump of, character. Yeah. It's kind of the I feel I've seen more and more like kind of the current thought process that like 
because Trump only won like fully for the Republicans in 2016. Mm-hmm. He's lost pretty much ever since. since then. Yeah. And now like 2022, it's like, oh, we won that. We have a what, four seat majority plus I, in the House. I I don't I don't know the exact numbers, but it's pretty small. It's 220. They have, there's 222 Republicans and you need 218 seats for a majority. Okay, I remember because those there's 430 there's 435 seats in total. Democrats have 211 and uh, 212, 212, yeah, 212, 212. So whatever minus that to 435. <laughs> yeah, and then like all the Trump nominated candidates, like what's her name, Lauren Boebert, almost lost like a plus 17 Trump district yeah. by like 100 and one by like 100 votes. You know, what was really interesting uh, on the Kevin McCarthy fiasco. Yeah. It was very interesting to see because I, bu- I I read again, New York Times, um, how Donald Trump actually called, or I think he tweeted, not tweeted, but he, he truded uh, on this app. Truth that, it? Yeah, truth. He has a social media now. That's a te- I, I knew about that, but truth it, that's the technical term for it? I don't know. I just made it up in my head. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Tweeted with truth, I guess. You know. yeah, it works. Um, but he actually, like, he posted on social media, it's like, come on, guys, vote for Kevin McCarthy. And, you know, Laura, Lauren Bobbert is this huge, you know, right-wing MAGA advocate. And she still was like, no, don't want to. <laughs> there's, um, there's a photo, actually. It was probably, it was, one of the, it was one of the 20 people that kept voting no on McCarthy for, like, the first 14 rounds mm-hmm. or something like that. And it's, like, this still frame of, like, um. Mar- Mar- Maraji Taylor Green? Yeah, Mar- yeah, yeah. The, the yeah, one yeah. with the phone. It's like, <laughs> and he's like, it's just DJ. It's like, come on. Just and then he's just like, he's got his, obviously, if you're hearing this, you can't see You can't it, see him. I'm but. like, he's basically like looking the other way. He's got his hand, like his palm to her face. Kind of just like, it, no. It's, it's like yeah. that picture in the Sistine Chapel where you have man trying to reach for God. Like but instead, of, it's like she's giving the phone to the candidate. <laughs> no, it's just not working. <laughs> But yeah, wild yeah. times. The the elections were, I mean, I, I think they were fun. I, I I definitely understand why people don't like politics. They're <laughs> overly complex, unnecessarily annoying, and just wow, they're in, they're investing. It's like it's like a good book with a bad ending, or a bad book with a good ending. Yeah, depends on you. Ask Pizza Party was canceled after the first. Did you see that? No, what was it? So McCarthy, he was you know he's fully expecting. All right, I'm gonna become House Speaker after basically um, dealing with all this crap for like mm-hmm. four plus years. Like I'm gonna, I'm finally gonna be Speaker of the House after a single vote, and I'm so gonna exactly. have pizza to celebrate for everybody. <laughs> pizza and salad for all. And then you know he lost the first vote, and then the second, and then the third, and then they adjourned. And then there was um official like. Republican Twitter account that said pizza and salads have been canceled or like have been pushed back. So I'm so sorry. (laughs) No, uh, we should we should we should grab the saying, you know, the third time's the charm and just say, you know, that how many how many votes did he take? Like 15, 15, the 15 times the charm. Let's just call it It 15 (laughs) votes and then six Republicans abstaining, which brought down the majority and he won by two. Yeah. (laughs) And even then, I mean didn't really win he just had enough people not vote for him and <laughs> uh, not vote yeah. against him <laughs> and then you know he has to give concessions yeah i didn't read fully into the list of what he has to do mm-hmm. but i know just 
generally he basically is like now in a weaker position than he would have been yeah i mean at that point is there are you really speaker of the house but i think what i read is that that little like you know i don't know what to call them squad but like not the democratic squad like Oh, AOC, the, but like the Freedom Caucus. Yeah, is that what it is? The Freedom yeah, the caucus. Freedom Caucus. Yeah. yeah. So apparently, what they can do is they can like automatically veto some certain stuff, like some mm. bills. They can call which bills get in the house or stuff. I could be wrong. Don't quote me. I'm gonna be repeating that. Just put in, <laughs> just put me in a loop saying, "Don't quote me." I'm not an economic source. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Good, good, good. But yeah, no. Uh, the the whole Kevin uh, McCarthy fiasco was was entertaining to see. Uh, I mean, I I wasn't aware how Pelosi's like thing went, but you know what's very surprising is how the Democrats were just consistently two twelve, two twelve for um, Jeffers. Jeffers, yeah. And it was like I think throughout the whole vote, all the Democrats were like, yes. yes, 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 yes. And I don't think I ever heard a nay, but if they did, it was probably for McCarthy, you know. Yeah, I yeah, actually no, I'm pretty sure he got two twelve like. Every every single round. Every, every single round. I wouldn't be surprised if the voters were like, can just one Democrat say 212 again? Like, yeah, yeah. It was the 20 minutes that it takes to record the whole 212 <laughs> Democrats. Like, do all Democrats agree? Yes. Okay, good. Let's move on. All right. Kevin McCarthy. Nay. Kevin McCarthy. No. Or I think they say the uh, representatives' names. They're like, Bobbert. No. You know. Gates. Trump. Hey, there you go. That's my boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's my boy. Let's go. <laughs> Even though he specifically said, please endorse him. Come on, guys. You got this. I got it. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. It's like, I, fr- I didn't I didn't realize, like, I, it wasn't until the whole McCarthy thing, I realized, oh, wait, the Speaker of the House doesn't have to be an elected official. It could hypothetically be anybody. Anybody, I guess so. I mean, I want to be Speaker of the House. Go, go dump my name on the voting. It's like, I don't know. I like to be Speaker of the House. I don't know what they do. But you know what I found really interesting is how um, there was was the opposition against the opposition of McCarthy. And it was mainly coming from, like, there was this representative. I don't remember her name. But she was giving this speech, and I was watching it live. And she's like, come on, guys. We have to run behind. Like, we have to support McCarthy because right now we can't do anything for, you know, our Republican supporters and the people of America. And we can't we can't be a functional Congress without having a speaker. So I ask you not on behalf of my team and Mr. McCarthy, but I ask you on behalf of the American people. And then they went to vote, and still McCarthy didn't win. <laughs> and I was like, Damn. <laughs> <laughs> so much for the American people. <laughs> a very functioning Congress, even though it's just going to be deadlocked for the next two three, years. Three days. Uh, yeah. I mean, dang the the Congress is just. Uh, the Senate. I mean, it's like Joe Manchin. I mean, I think if you if I kind of wanted to make a joke about it, it'd be like they got they got the Joe Manchin and their Kevin McCarthy, you know, and the whole climate climate bill. I think it was how Joe Manchin was like, no, no, and they they just reversed it. Like, hey, McCarthy, no, no. <laughs> so it's like, oh, oh. nobody well, wants a Joe Manchin in the Congress. Well, they don't really need to worry about Manchin per se as much because no. they got Fetterman now. Yeah, no, they got they got a. Um, the, six the foot Senate, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, the yeah, they got. Eight man. I lived through that. I, I lived for that. The result. I think I wanted to throw a party. I, I just wanted to grab all my money. I was like, I have thirty three dollars to my name. Let's go, let's go get some pizza and salad. <laughs> 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 it won't get canceled. <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, yep. and then they also have um. 
because it was Herschel Walker. What's the other guy? Warnock. Uh, Warnock. Yeah, I also got Warnock in there because no, he, he was reelected. Oh, he was already there. Right. Yeah, Rem- yeah. In twenty twenty, he um him and it was a really weird like thing in Georgia in twenty twenty because mm-hmm. they like had both the Senate elections because like one of the I think the previous senator died or something, mm-hmm. and then they had Ossif and Warnock versus whoever the other two. I don't remember their names. I, I, they're like. Yeah. I don't remember, but hey, they won. That's they good. Won. Yeah. No pizza party was canceled. Then that's my favorite part. Oh, that makes me sad. Imagine all the Republicans looking for it. I they I, had they did get champagne. They had like I remember like on the fifteenth vote, I saw a video. It was just this huge line. It wasn't even a sign. It was probably like a cart, like the size of the room. Yeah, pretty much. Full of champagne that they brought in to like the speaker's office. <laughs> hey, you know, after 15 votes, I I think everybody wanted like pizza is no longer a, a factor. We just want champagne. Just knowing the fact that we won, that has to mean something. Yeah. So, congrats to them. You know, I'm happy they won. You know, at least at least the House of Representatives can start passing laws now. Yeah, what's fun? What's interesting about that is that um, I remember when uh, Wyden was talking about the about the Republicans abolishing the IRS or like. Yeah, you're getting rid of it. He, I don't know why he didn't mention it. He didn't mention the fact that to replace the IRS, we're gonna have a 23% federal sales tax on everything. Well, there goes the pizza party again. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna, pizza's gonna go from $7.99 to like $23.99. Yeah, uh, I think um, my guess is he was trying to keep it par- uh, partisan, yeah, or bipartisan, non- non-partisan, yeah, non-partisan. <laughs> Uh, so much yeah. for a political science major. Um, <laughs> but he, I imagine he didn't want to be like pointing fingers like, oh, if they remove it, then the federal government. And the last thing you want to do as a government official, I imagine, is throw shade at your government. Sure. So, yeah. you know, if I worked for, for Nike, I wouldn't be saying, oh, you know, let's, uh, we make our shoes out of, you know, non-recycled paper, you know. And, and like, Bangladesh. Oh, yeah. And then, yeah, there you go. <laughs> see? And you definitely would be like, no, we make them with sustainable means. We never... There's no such thing as a minimum wage. Like, we, we give them maximum wage, you know. So, I imagine Ron Wyden did a similar thing. Not to bash him. There's nothing wrong with him. I love the guy. So, he, he wished me good luck on my LSAT. So, if I get uh, 180, and if you see me in Harvard, it's because Ron Wyden did it for me. Woo! Woo! Is that what you're thinking? You're thinking Harvard? For no. Me? No? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I thought it'd be funny, though. Um, I'm thinking... Uh, I'm going to butcher the name, and I'm so sorry, because if I end up going there, it's going to be bad. Willamette? Willamette? Yeah. yeah. The, the law school, right? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. That's Willamette. how it's pronounced? Willamette University? Yeah. Or University of Willamette? I don't know. I think it's Willamette, Willamette University, but that's what I'm planning to go. Uh, Lewis and Clark would be nice. UNM, because of a better call Saul. I'm just going to throw it out there. They'll eventually <laughs> find this recording. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, it's I I used to be a chemistry major and I stumbled upon Better Call Saul and I was like, wow, I wish lawyers were real. You know, yeah, I want to be one of those. So that's kind of what launched me into it. And then I read some Supreme Court cases and some classes and I was like, dang, this is good. I took uh, constitutional law oh. here and I was battered, but I liked it. <laughs> I was like, I like this. Like, you know, tell me more about, you know, I think one of my favorite cases is... Uh, there's so many. Uh, Brown v. Board of Education. Mm. Brown, I think it's Brown Williamson. FDA v. Brown Williamson, I think. 
What's That's that a one? really good one. Uh, it's the one that basically said the FDA can't regulate cigarettes because they're not food. Um, huh. Yeah, no, that was a real case. It was in 2009. I, I don't think it was 2000. I think it might have been too early 2000s until 2009. When I think it was, it might have been Barack Obama who said, hey, the FDA should regulate. Uh, and I think they, they should regulate like cigarettes. Again, I'm not an academic source. Please don't quote me. Um, <laughs> Please don't go saying, oh, this guy, he believes everything. It's like, no, no, no. I, I'm pretty sure I read a booklet on it somewhere in a textbook, and I was like, mm-hmm. wow. Actually, I think it was Dr. Hinkles who told us about ah. that case. So, you know, cite yeah. him, not me. <laughs> but it was uh, basically, it was, the, I think it's Marlboro. The Marlboro? Yeah, that one. Yeah. I'm terrible at this. Um, the cigarette company, uh, they, the FDA tried to regulate, like, nicotine. Mm-hmm. And they sued the FDA and said, "Hey, you can't regulate nicotine because nicotine's not a food." And the FDA was like, "Um, it's a well, drug invented." Yeah, but I guess nicotine wasn't considered a drug either because uh. you know how drugs are mostly like pharmaceuticals. True. So when Brown went to lay the case, they were like, "Well, the FDA regulates medicine. Nicotine's not a medicine." And then they're like, "And regulates food." You know, we're not talking cigarettes aren't like you know you don't go and buy bread and buy cigarettes. You, know, you don't eat cigarettes. And eventually the Supreme Court was like, yeah, that makes a compelling argument, yeah. So um, they ruled against the FDA. And I think it was like 2009 when they were like, you know what, maybe nicotine is kind of harmful, so we should Mm -hmm. probably do something about it. And that's when the, basically a law invalidated that decision. Can they do that? Uh, Like if the government's, like if the Senate agrees on it, they can basically, like if, for example, uh, if an abortion, right, Mm -hmm. like if we were to like, constitutionalize abortion into the constitution then i mean if they were i think it's uh is it two-thirds majority i think so um so i took i took government classes back in like chemeketa has been a while but mm-hmm. something around the same but i think once it becomes part of the constitution it basically over overruns or overturns Over- anything that says that opposes it unless there's like a Unless they were to overturn the constitution, like reamended it. Mm-hmm. So I think with the with the whole cigarette thing, when they said we we're gonna have the FDA regulate cigarettes as part of like, a, I think it was a law that they passed. That case basically became obsolete because now mm. there was a rule, there was a law, not a rule. There was a law that said the FDA will regulate cigarettes because they're you know harmful. And that case was just like, oh, whatever. there goes the billions. Uh, um, Brown Williamson spent on, but it's one of my favorite cases. Fun stuff, you know. I like to go up to people and be like, "Hey, you know that the, uh, cigarettes aren't food and drug." And they're like, "They're drugs." Like, well, uh, according to the Supreme Court in like 2001. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always nice to hit them with that. I remember um, when I used to work at the there's a Circle K like on the corner, yeah, like yeah. I re- I remember I had to memorize all the cigarette varieties. Oh man. Can't imagine. It's like Starbucks. It's actually it's all it seems it's actually a lot easier. Really? Because it's all organized based on brand. Oh nice. And so I mean the only thing that was confusing is when there's like subdivisions of certain. So somebody say, Can I get American Spirits Greens? Yeah. And then yeah, 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 there's yeah. like all these subdivisions and they're like, you know, it's fairly under easy to understand. But then you said, Oh, can I get a menthol camel crush blues? Camels are origin. They, they come from Africa. I don't know what you want. I didn't even know they were camels that were blue. But 
<laughs> I have a friend. I have several friends that work at Circle, like Circle Case, and you know, convenience stores. Yeah. And I'll go over and I'll ask them how they're doing. And the same way that you just explain how they people get cigarettes, I like. I'll be talking to them. Some guy will be like, "Hi, can I get some?" I'm gonna butcher their their name again. Marlboros, I think. Marlboros. Marlboro. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, Reds. And the guy turns around. My friend turns around. It's like, oh yeah. How many? Oh, two. Grab some. And then what's most surprising is I think they come up to like ten bucks in total. Very expensive. Very expensive. I mean, I don't. I haven't kept up to date with taxation of taxation policy of oh cigarettes, yeah. but I'm pretty. Sh- I'm. I, th- I know there's some there's state and then there's federal taxes of it too. It's pretty expensive. I mean, yeah. I think I think the cigarettes on their own are like six bucks and it's like four dollars yeah. of taxes. I mean, like, I wouldn't do it. I mean, I think in in recent times, ten dollars is like a gallon of gas nowadays. So I I rather put a gallon of gas in my car right now. <laughs> Gone down. It, it has. I have a <gasps> <gasps> pizza party and salad that Let's I can't. Let's go. Yeah. Um, now we can actually afford the salad and the pizza. Nice. But um, uh, I drive a a pretty bad. It's not a terrible. It's in the middle range of gas spending. Mm-hmm. But I do get um uh, a lot of concerns. Especially for my girlfriend who says, hey, you know, you should buy a more fuel-efficient car. Like, yeah, you're right, but my car goes vroom. I want to go vroom. So <laughs> uh, as as much as, uh, as it does spend gas, you know, mm-hmm. I got to say, like, it, it's worth it. I, I personally don't complain about gas because I know my car is not fuel-efficient. So there's no point to me being like, I spent $70 filling my tank. How could I? Like, I hate these gas prices. It's like, No. I, I chose. I could go buy a Honda and not complain about it, but I chose to drive a BMW. So whatever. I, I have a Honda and I still complain about it. <laughs> <laughs> see, but see, but that's a fuel efficient car. You have all right to do so. <laughs> yeah, you know, paying. I think it, what it peaked here in this area like five twenty. Five twenty. I think that's what it peaked at. It was definitely it was over five dollars for a mm-hmm. solid like two months. Dang. Yeah. Um, and now it's thankfully it's gone down to three twenty eight. Three twenty eight here. Yeah. Remind me to pump gas here. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's that, um, you live in Salem, right? I live in McMinnville, Oregon, but. Dude! Hey, no, it, it's not as, you'd think it's no, cheaper I, I, over there. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, dude, that's where I grew up. Oh, have me up. I didn't even realize this. This is so cool. Yeah. Uh, I, I, didn't go, I didn't go to Mac High, though. I went, to, I, I went to a fancy private Christian school, like on Wallace, right out of oh. Salem. But it's besides the point. Wait, right out of Salem? Yeah, it's like you go out, you go from West Salem and then you go on is Wall it, Street. Is it by chance? I don't know if this is it. Is it this, I could be completely wrong. Uh, what's it called? It sounds like Limestone. Uh, limestone? Do you remember the name? It's Western Christian? Or oh, yeah. Formerly yeah. Western Mennonite? Yeah, I think I think I know which one you're talking about. I think yeah. my dad bought a car there once. Oh. Uh, we saw we saw this little orange avail and it said for sale. So my dad, tail, like, we didn't tailgate him, but like we followed him, right? And he's like, are you selling the car? He's like, oh, yeah, I'm selling it. He's like, okay, we'll buy it. We took it for a little test run. They went into the school, talk a little bit. And mm-hmm. I think that happened. I could imagine it. I could be, like, wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's where it went. Um, but anyway, in, in McVinville Gas, is like, I think it peaked to, like, five, five something. I don't remember the sense. But I did go to California when the gas spikes were going really up. Ooh. I saw by, I don't remember the... The beach we went to, but I think mm-hmm. it went up to like, I think premium was like eight dollars a gallon. Woo! 
And that's when I realized I didn't want to live in California. So, <laughs> but yeah, no, it was pretty bad. I remember um, I used to fill my tank. It, when, when COVID started, I, I will remember this because I started driving when COVID started. Mm-hmm. I remember that I lived in Salem and gas was like 250. Same. It was the same at, in McMinnville at the start of the pandemic. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like when I, it was a few months in, I believe it was, I started working a job at the Lowe's in McMinnville for a little while, but it was like in the, like late summer, it was mm-hmm. still 250, like several months into the pandemic. Loved it. And then. What? It just went up. I got terrified. Um, Cause I lived in Salem mm-hmm. and Anything, everything in Salem, you know, it's just more expensive. And I remember I would pump gas, and I I show up, and I'd be like, fill it, you know, with what? Regular, regular, yeah, regular. Just put regular. I can't afford it anymore. But it was like two fifty, right? And then one day I was like, I'm feeling a little dangerous, right? So I was like, fill it with premium, right? And that was like (laughs) two. That was like two two seventy nine. That's like a twenty cent difference, and I feel so cool. Anyways, I haven't pumped pumped premium in my car since, um, so. It's probably, but it's probably, yeah. It's probably, I mean, I probably saved myself millions by now. Oh, definitely. Easily, easily. But then when the whole spike went up, I was like, I, I was like, mm, do I eat lunch or like, do I, um, Get I pump gas? gas? I think I, I didn't feel when the whole like, um, Ukraine war started, I didn't fill my tank. I would just add $10 increments like every two days on my car. That's, I don't know. I found that so interesting that like, there's some, because it was, uh, gas was already, Spiking, going. yeah, it was already spiking, and then obviously, luckily, we're not you know, we're not Germany right now. No, 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 we, like, we yeah. definitely have it easier yeah, than yeah. all it, other it, nations. It, in it went up by like what the Ukraine, and then like what 10 20 cents max, probably. I mean, it did it, it, it was pretty, it was already high enough, and then it just started climbing again. And we were like, Ugh. and then now we're getting, I believe, I, I could be wrong. Somebody can fact check me on this. I believe I believe we're now importing oil from Venezuela, because I'm could be I don't know I, I know might, that yeah go ahead go ahead it might be it might be because you know it's gone steadily down now and I know that we now have formalized relations with Venezuela and also we rejected the one guy we were trying to like get actually there. I've read that the the party of the opposition yeah actually ended up ousting him they were like yeah. Hey, not doing a very good job. He's not in power. Wait. Uh, oh, oh, you mean the one the, guy? The yeah, I don't remember his name. But, oh yeah, okay. Um, not Maduro. Yeah, I can not, call not, him yeah. not Maduro. That's what I'm gonna call him because I forgot his name. But uh, his own party ended up telling him to go, like remove, because he just the momentum kind of faded after a little bit, which is sad because obviously Maduro just kind of walked in. It's like yeah, what pizza not? party and salad for everyone. <laughs> and by that I mean just my generals and me. Yeah. But um. It's kind of sad, but I like to think that eventually, you know, there'll be another, another attempt, you know. I mean, McCarthy, it took him, it took McCarthy 15 tries, you know. Venezuela can make another third one. Never know. You never know. We'll see. We'll see. Remains to be seen. But, yeah, gas, gas is uh, interesting. Um, but, yeah, I didn't fill my tank. I think the most my car ever had on its tank during the first few months of the Ukraine war and once the pandemic was kind of like leveling itself down, I think the most I ever had was half a tank. Mm-hmm. However, my girlfriend did for my birthday was like, I'm going to fill your tank. <laughs> Best birthday gift <laughs> I've ever had. She just filled it. I had gas for a week. It was I didn't have to worry about I could be like, I would wake up at like nine and be like, oh, I don't have to leave right now and go pump gas. No, I could leave at nine, 10. I get here on time. It was wonderful. Mm. 
Best time of my life. <laughs> so in the subject of cars, what kind of, do you like cars? Not super into it. I drive a Honda Civic. Hey man, wonderful cars. Honda, I'm looking, I'm myself looking into a Honda too, so good cars. What year? Uh, 2012. Oh, that's very new. <laughs> I'm a, I'm a fan for uh, like 80s, 60s, mm. all classics, you know. Kind of like that, um, that Dutch star that I mentioned earlier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying. No, I'm trying to think. It's the specific like the '80s era of like car design. Yeah, that the, the yeah. boxy design. But yeah. like it's boxy, but not too boxy. It, they, they, like retro. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, those cars look. I'm looking into like the pop-up headlights and stuff, mm -hmm. and how like they're kind of like, like they're not. What I don't like about new cars is they're really curvy. They're like little bubbles. Like uh, Kia Souls. Yeah, Kia. Okay, except for like, <laughs> well, they they went from they went from rectangles, to like beveled rectangles like mm -hmm. they used to have sharp corners and now they have like those round edges yeah and i was like okay well, they went from kia soul to kia soulless um i think they got worse Woo! <laughs> please can you cue the uh the laugh track i don't think we have one. Oh. i don't know what these buttons do just press them well we have intro music <laughs> But I have my own intro that I have to. Oh, I was gonna record after the fact. Oh, maybe maybe you can stop the music. I don't know if I can get or can I? I can just do that. That works too. Cool, we did it. <laughs> Woo! Pizza and salad. Pizza and salad. Um, but yeah. Yeah. There's a question. I. This is kind of my. I had. A, so I guess a preface. Uh, when we went to. The. Ron Wyden Town Hall, there was like a raffle basically for yes. if you got to answer a question oh, or not. I know where you're going with this. <laughs> and so I asked, I actually got, I got the pit. I was like one of the, what, like fourth or fourth? Fourth or fifth. Fourth the fifth person that got to ask a question. I asked, oh, do you think Biden's got a chance uh, next year or two years from now? And he said, oh, I can't answer that, but I'll talk to you after the fact. And then after the event, we went outside and he basically said, yeah, I think we can, he can win because we all, we got done and the last Congress mm -hmm. and stuff like that. But my, my backup question, which I kind of feel like I probably should have asked him was like, Hey, do you support maybe like using nuclear energy to power everything? I don't, you don't, I, I, I'm not a big fan. You're not uh, a big fan of nuclear. No, 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 no. I have to, I have to say I, I'm a big environmentalist. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, and I, I guess there's just that it's like, you know, nuclear energy is kind of like, it's like playing with fire. Like, yeah, it, it, it can be controlled, but it you need to be very, like, detailed about it. And, you know, I think whenever I hear nuclear, I don't mean to say, like, oh, we should get rid of it. Because I know there's a lot, a lot of countries in Europe, especially Ukraine, has, like, three or four nuclear plants, right? Um, some France has and France is entirely nuclear energy. Hey, props to them, man. Their entire, elect like... I think like ninety percent of their electric kit, electric grid is like nuclear powered. Oh dang! So now th they're just vibing while you know Germany is like tearing up centuries old villages and farms to mine like crap coal, basically. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah. if I had to choose between coal or nuclear, I think I'd still kind of side with nuclear a little bit. It's just it's it's kind of dangerous. Uh, now I'm I'm no nuclear engineer, no nuclear scientist. <coughs> I took. 
chemistry. So when I hear mm-hmm. nuclear, I think nucleus. Uh, so I'm pretty far from the subject. Definitely not an expert. But I would say that at least from the little knowledge I know, I imagine that they've gotten safer and like they, they're not as, you know, Chernobyl style and or like, you know, I don't know. There's not a bunch of, you know. Disasters, yeah. you know, because I think that's my worry. And then my other concern mm-hmm. is where do we put all the <clears throat> nuclear waste? Because uh, there's always byproduct by them. And as a, as a personal environmentalist, I just wonder, like, where are we going to put it? We can't just dump it in the ocean because then we're destroying uh, ocean wildlife environments. We can't just dig it on the ground because then it leaks and radiate, irradiate, or radiates stuff. So that's kind of where my point is. Like, I think it's a good solution, but there's a lot of things you have to consider. I'd like to hear your point, though. So my point, I am kind of all for it. If that makes any sense. <clears throat> okay. I think it's the best uh, way for us to actually combat climate change in terms of like getting us off fossil fuels to power our homes and industry because mm-hmm. that's where 60% of our emissions are coming from is just from heating our homes. Yes, and all the people who drive Honda Civics with a, without any exhaust on them. Exactly. Everything. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, like, instead of having... I don't know, my perspective of it is kind of like, you know, I look at France as an example of it. Mm-hmm. They've kind of perfected it to to a way, to an extent. And then also we there was like a recent breakthrough in like nuclear fission. And oh, like yeah. I'm pretty sure there's like good ways to like dispose of nuclear waste as well. And then I guess also my general perception of it is you could say instead of building like hundreds of like tens of thousands of acres of like solar grids and stuff like that mm-hmm. and like have to kind of put that somewhere like say in the middle of like i don't know the four corners or something like that because you, you know that fact like you can power the entirety of the u.s with solar panels if mm-hmm. you like use like i forget what it is like 200 some i don't know i don't know i trust you like basically just a big land area usage instead you could just have like you know I think what like less than a thousand nuclear power plants like across the country, and you could just power everything. Because mm-hmm. I mean, we power you know aircraft carriers, and they are just they're just vibing like yeah, they're yeah. just kind of sitting there. Um, yeah, but I, I, again, I think my concern is you know there's still that danger of uh, what happens if there's a meltdown. A meltdown mm-hmm. or like because like for example, <coughs> um, obviously it doesn't have to be like a human problem where you could build the best, but like. I mean, we're seeing it in California. It's San Francisco Bay is like, I I was gonna say soaked, but like inundated, flooded, right? Mm-hmm. And like, if you have a power plant and then there's a tornado, like you you'd have to be very selective of where they can go because you don't want a natural disaster just mm-hmm. go tear your nuclear uh, plant, especially because they're big investments, I imagine. So like, they're definitely expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, they obviously pay themselves back in the long run, but short term, yeah, it's pricey. I'm curious to see like how uh, I went to an advocacy uh, event mm-hmm. and I'm curious to see what you would do. Like how, how like imagine, imagine I'm just, uh, you know, a, a representative, I don't know, I'm a random guy you just met in the street mm-hmm. and, you know, the Western is making a vote, make, uh, not encourage me, but like persuade me into voting nuclear. Mm-hmm. Tell me why I should vote nuclear. Well, for starters, environmental reasons that's probably the biggest concern you got my vote good that's no i'm just kidding, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. go ahead continue <laughs> it's 
the technology has advanced mm-hmm. way beyond Chernobyl because mm-hmm. Chernobyl, you know, you're using technology that's, you know, from basically the 40s. And you Good have point. a bunch of yes men that are saying, oh, yeah, everything is perfectly fine. There's nah. nothing. There's nothing wrong. You know, nah. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just not saying this because I don't want to get executed by. Uh, nah. yeah. That's Russian for this is my engine, I think. <laughs> 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 I took one class in um, Duolingo. But okay, okay. Go yeah. ahead, continue. I, I like this. I like this is going. And then also just um, power bill, mm-hmm. like your power bill would go down too, because it would be producing so much excess energy mm-hmm. that the price of it, you know, would go down. If I have a question. Consuming, yes. So would you make them private industries, or you have? No, oh no, no. It's this would be. What? You can't tell, but I'm smiling. Uh, <laughs> No, yeah, absolutely. No, absolutely. I would not want, I would want this all to be, you know, because, you know, that breakthrough nuclear fission, that was, I'm pretty sure that was a government funded program. I so. think so. I think I read about it. It was like, I just remember the New York Times had this like big reactor, reactor looking thingy on a fiction. I was like, oh, I, it said nuclear fission. It was like chemistry. So I actually read it. So, yeah, you know, like what France does, like all of, I'm pretty, all of France's nuclear reactors are owned by the, or like it's a public utility, like it's owned oh, by the government. Like, you know, it's like how Monmouth has, or Salem has its, you know, you pay, you pay the city to use water. Okay. Kind of thing. Like, kind of like that. Just, you know, not, not private. Got it. <laughs> okay. Well, that sounds, that's actually pretty good reasons. I mean, I'm, I remember I read an article about like, um, What's it called? Clean energy. And one mm-hmm. of the, the guy was a writer who was a very like big promoter of nuclear energy. And I was like, hmm, you sound kind of biased, but I need it for my paper. So I used it. Um, but I mean, if, if the technologies become more safe, yeah. and I, I bet you could probably do something about it. Um, I mean, I do, I do. So you obviously have to consider, you know, mm-hmm. uh, what about oil companies? That's the problem because oil <laughs> doesn't want to get doesn't want it. Mm-hmm. They're I don't know. Oil companies are they're complex. They're fascinating entities. They are, and they also you know they go hand in hand with cars and car manufacturing. Or do they? Uh, no. But you definitely you definitely need oil to to power, power. up my Beamer in the morning. So yeah. And then, <laughs> well, what if your car is fully electric, or what if it's a hybrid? Then you don't. Oh, I mean, depends on the where you get the energy source. True. Because, like, I mean, I guess you could, you know, maybe you can go up to, uh, mm-hmm. I, uh, Rivian, the electric car, the electric uh, truck manufacturer that just came out a couple of years ago. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a, it's a new one. Uh, I like them. They look like little, you kn- they're, they're little robot thingies, but um, they're like trucks. Um, but <laughs> for context, um, if you were in Monmouth, you've probably seen these like. Wally looking things. Wally esque looking like little robots. They're like pure white. They have like these blue eyes. They like look around. They deliver food, food. I think. Yeah. But um yeah. continue. No, uh so Rivian, right? You, I guess you could go up to Rivian and say, Hey, you know, instead of using like, because I think the concern with electric vehicles, and I learned this after writing an essay on them, is their fuel they, they can be clean. But it really depends on where they're getting the electricity yeah, recharged. That's, uh, but <laughs> if you were to like cut a deal where you say, "Hey, you know, all the charges that I'm going to be put are going to be powered by you know a nuclear plant in you know Middle Oregon," then you could be like, "Well, then those like 
pickup trucks, those electric pickup trucks, and all those chargers in the cities would definitely become far mm -hmm. cleaner. And like you said, you can make the utilities, the utilities for electricity could go down. And that would perhaps even push people who need cars but can't afford the gas, especially mm -hmm. in these times where it kind of bounces up and down yeah. a little bit. You could be like, well, with an electric, not to promote Rivian, we're definitely not sponsored, I doubt no, it. But, no. But, you know, to just to say, like, hey, you know, a Rivian pickup might be more affordable than a, you know, 2022 Ford F-150. So, and that would be nice. I mean, you, you definitely get support for that. That's the that's the dream overall. However, my only problem with electric cars, like, mm -hmm. is just, you know, the, the, mi the very specific mineral components that yeah. have to go into it. Uh, there was a, there was, I think it was Sweden. They recently discovered discovered because I wrote a paper on uh, natural resources too, mm -hmm. and in one of the things I wrote is well, who controls most of those minerals for electric cars? China, right? Yeah, but Sweden recently came out that they found this like they call it like a green earth reserve or something like that, something like that. But mm -hmm. they found a huge reserve of natural resources for that are mostly like dedicated or like that are used to construct like or manufacture like. Batteries yeah. and stuff like that, mm. and I if your concern is where, where are we gonna get all these like electronic parts for all the, like all the raw material to make all of these, mm -hmm. Sweden just came out and said, "Hey, we got." Turns out we have a reserve right in front of our lawn. That's good. That's a lot so, better than uh, yeah. shipping it from you know the Congo or somewhere in the middle yeah. of the Andes and stuff. Yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. And you know, if because uh, I, I imagine a lot of concern is well, we don't want China to be like we don't want to become dependent on China, mm -hmm. but like Sweden, I believe is a uh, UN member, I think. I don't remember. They are. They are. Um, I mean, then you have an UN member supplying. Are, are you are you thinking? Are you thinking NATO? NATO? No, no, no. UN. UN. They are a UN. They're not. Yeah. yeah. They're not NATO. I don't think so. They're trying to. Yeah. I mean, I, if I was if I was Sweden, I'd be trying to. I I even changed my name to like NATO 2.0 or something. <laughs> you know, just to, I was like, oh, maybe they'll get confused. <laughs> NATO, but the O is a zero. <laughs> oh, it's got like the. Two dots. The two above. dots are like two spaces before it. Yeah. It's like N space space eight. Yeah. Nato. <laughs> Nato. <laughs> I know uh, there's a Swedish guy I talked to. He, he sounds exactly like the, like it's, you know, the Swedish chef from the Muppets. Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah. It's kind of like picture that voice, but like very deep. Ooh. Oh, yes. He sounds <laughs> like, uh, like uh, you need to uh, go to uh, this spot here and then you can uh, put that there or something like that. That's so cool. <laughs> I want to meet him. Get, get, get him in the pockets. I think he's on a boat right now. Oh. Yeah. Well, bring the boat to the podcast. <laughs> or the podcast to the boat, I guess that might be more. I don't think I can go to the Baltic Sea right now. I don't think anybody wants to go to the Baltic Sea, but I hope he's good. You know what I mean? I'd love to meet him. I mean, I, if he needs me to put whatever he needs me to put down, I will put it down. It just has to. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't even need to say, please, just give me the box. <laughs> put it down. <laughs> I remember um, I read, a f I think a few months ago, uh, apparently Idaho has a ton of cobalt. Oh, really? Yeah, but it's like, you know, it's right in the middle of a federal natural park. Yeah, keep the natural park. We don't need cobalt. You know, we got we to gotta do something about but China. We need, but we need the, the, rev the I forget the. The Rivian? Rivian. Rivian. We hey, we don't need Rivians, you know. <laughs> Cadillac survived the 2008, like. Economic crash. The Rivian can do it. Okay. <laughs> but I want a water-powered car at some point. That'd be cool. Like, wait, are we like talking like like 
pumping hy- water hy- to like, the engine or like like, hy- talk- like hydrogen. Oh, hydrogen. Actually, I was a big BMW fan, right? Yeah. I was reading that there was this old BMW. It was like a luxury sedan, mm. but they made a model that was fueled by hydrogen. Really? Yeah, they made a prototype. I think there's like two in the world. One of them is at the Munich or the Bavarian Works, Auto Work, whatever. Uh, but they had a, a BMW that was like fueled by hydrogen. And huh. I was like, wow. So like there at least there are kind of companies that tried it. Mm-hmm. I think the only problem with hydrogen fuel is it's just very hard to get. Hydrogen's expensive, I believe. Either to like manufacture yeah. and just like carry it. I mean hydrogen is I believe is an extremely volatile uh substance from my couple of years in chemistry in high school and college. Yeah. Because I mean I think I think if you go and put a lighter next to hydrogen, it just explodes. Probably. So, I mean, I, I, I love cars, but, like, if my car is good, well, theoretically speaking, my car is a bomb if, you know, you like gasoline inside it. But, <laughs> I mean, if you have hydrogen in there, I feel a little bit unsafer, you know. Mm-hmm. I guess my dream is, dream. you know, we have aircraft carriers that are nuclear power. We should put nuclear and reactors in cars. cars. Yeah. <laughs> Think about it. You would never have to pay for gas again. No, I just, you know. It's the ultimate fuel-efficient vehicle. I think I think that's a wonderful idea, you know. We can call them the, uh, this is very insensitive, but, but pardon me, uh, but we could call it the, the Chernos, you know. Cherno? Cherno, like Chernobyl. <laughs> <laughs> the Cherno 2, you know. Yeah. Um, but that'd be, that'd be smart. There was actually a Chrysler in the Ooh. 70s actually put a turbine engine into a car <laughs> yeah legit <laughs> you know how there was that awkward period where airplanes were becoming a thing and car manufacturers were like wow the planes are the future mm-hmm. and they built a lot of cars that look like planes right um you probably don't but just google it just put like our air, airplane design cars i oh. think it's like i don't know but uh chrysler literally made a chrysler with a jet turbine in the back that was functional they made <laughs> i believe they made 47 of them and I think Jay Leno has one. Really? Yeah. Like, if you Google it, you will find. And it's literally, I think it's like two turbines that are supposed to, like, look like headlights or, like, taillights. But they're turbines. Uh, obviously, they scrapped it because you can imagine how expensive it is to put, you know. I can imagine. You know, jet fuel into your car. But um, what, what isn't, like, jet fuel, like, seven times more expensive than gas? I don't know. Prob- probably um, way more? Probably my worth. Probably my salary. More. I don't know. I mean, it might, be, <laughs> might be cheap because you have to put them. You have to put so much in, you know, every single plane. And there's what, like, thousands of planes flying every single day. Yeah. So it's a question for Google. It's a question for Google. It's a question for Google. But you know uh, about the the Chrysler car. I mm-hmm. think the reason why they didn't manufacture more, like they were, they wanted to do it right. But I mean, it was just so expensive. I think the gas mileage on those things was terrible. <laughs> you can imagine just having an engine, you know, go. Poof, you know, like but could it go zero to 60 in two seconds? I don't think, I don't recall if I tested it, like if they tested the car, mm-hmm. but they did build driving. And I think there's still pretty good examples. I think there was a point where they recalled a couple of them because imagine there's an, there's an jet engine in your car. That's probably unsafe to a degree, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, they do have, I'm pretty sure Jay Leno has one. I don't know what the speed times is. I imagine it's probably within the, numerical sense of how much it takes to you know uh, it's probably within the amount of seconds it takes is probably the amount of gas it takes in a second you know so yeah it's the only problem with uh nuclear powered cars is uh what happens with the accidents if there's an accident because that's don't think about it 
don't think about it. Don't think about it. You know, the churn only covers uh, tire uh, oil switches. What? You wouldn't have to spend time fixing oil. You like, wouldn't you know, have to pay yeah. to go get your oil changed. You could just go to, you know, Bill's Cherno, you know, and then automatically, like, hey, you know, ran out of uranium. And it's like, can I go? You're mm-hmm. so wrong. You know, and then would they even have an exhaust note? I don't know what it would I mean. No, what? because it would be, it would be, it have to be like all, like, it would be entirely electric. Oh, damn. But just nuclear powered. That'd be kind of cool. That'd be fun. Let's, and then you could, like, how fast do you think it'd go? I mean, I feel like you can at least you can engineer it. To just, it would go as fast as a Tesla. Like that's oh dang, that's what I would guess. Yeah, because it'd be it technically be like an it'd be like an electric car, but instead of using electricity, it'd be using rain, like nuclear. So I get dang, they would be pretty fast because like Teslas are fast. Right there, I like it. <laughs> uh, for context, there's a um, taxidermy stuffed hybrid animal. I think it's an elephant. That's an elephant. I don't know, but this could be the mascot for the uh, for the Chernos, you know. Probably because you know they're mutated. True. <laughs> but I I think I think putting it, it it definitely putting a nuclear plant into your engine bay sounds a lot more feasible than a jet turbine into the trunk of your car. I mean, Chrysler managed it, but has anybody managed to put a nuclear plant into a car? I feel like somebody has had to have tried at some point. I mean, there was this Russian guy who put, like, three, like, semi-truck engines into one of those little Russian cars, if you know what I'm talking about. Like, one of the really cheap Soviet the really ones? Cheap, yeah, the really cheap Soviets. Yeah, he yeah. just manufactured, like, a three engines into it. And, you know, the, the car worked until it just overheated. And, no, actually, I don't think it overheated. Mm. Um, but, hey, they did it. I think I remember seeing a video of a guy, like, putting a jet engine on a dune buggy. But it's, like, basically a skeletal frame, a seat, and a steering wheel. Safety features not included. <laughs> I think he has. He had a seatbelt. I think. Oh, okay. He's fine then. You know. Yeah, you know. It's just he look. You pan the camera back to the engine. It's just like red. Dang. Like I wonder if the like if you because nuclear and nuclear nuclear power plants generate a lot of heat, right? Yeah, that's the. I believe. I'm not a nuclear physicist, but I'm pretty sure the don't whole quote prin- don't call me. But I'm <laughs> pretty sure the whole principle is that the nucle- the uranium heats up. The water cools it and it generates via that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why, you know, like you see all. Yes, I believe that's it because it's all the steam that's coming out of, like, you know, the massive, like, uh-huh. you know, wherever. This is a very dated reference. It's where uh, Wolverine and his brother fought Deadpool, like, on top of one of those things. Got it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking Okay, I know yeah. exactly what's happening. Now. Yeah. I get the reference. I actually, uh, actually watched the, the movie after there was an earthquake, I guess. Um, but. <laughs> Um, if that's the case, then you already have parts of a car that people can play with, you know? Mm. You got a cooling system, mm-hmm. like a coolant, so, you know, you can buy, like, Mishimoto parts. Yeah. That's a performance coolant place. And then, you know, you maybe you could go up to, like, you know, be like, hey, uh, what's the, like, biggest nuclear power in the world, you know? It's probably somewhere in France. All right, you could go to, like, France and be like... Yeah. Croissant, the you know manufacturer, lead manufacturer mm-hmm. on nuclear plant, nuclear power engines, right? And you could buy like an engine for like ten grand and be like, I'm an engine. I'm gonna power plant my uh, plant power plant swap my uh, my Cherno mm-hmm. 
for a French made, you know, croissant V2, you know, mm. and then you throw it in and then, you know, there's definitely smoke coming out and you can definitely put an exhaust and, you know, it wouldn't be a Honda Civic that's waking you up at three in the morning. It'd be a Cherno with a V2 French made croissant. <laughs> It'd be like one of those new, like electric Dodge chargers that has like the artificial sound. How do you feel about that? I don't like that. It's too, really? una- it's too unnatural. I thought it was kind of cool. Like it's it, it's definitely cool, but it's just like, I don't know. Because as an enthusiast, yeah. it's kind of like, I mean, the, the my favorite part about cars is they go fast, right? You know, yeah. like I say, they go, right? But there's just something about that engine note. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Dodge was putting like, you know, the, the like, you know, Fast and Furious, you know, engine sound, I was like, wow, that's cool. But I can see why people, especially enthusiasts, are like, well, that's not a real engine. Mm-hmm. But we could do that to the the Chernos because I imagine the from the yeah, yeah from the from the nuclear fission it's not really gonna make but we could put like a like a Bluetooth speaker on the exhaust hmm. so that we get to hear like you know say you wake up saying like I want my I want my Cherno to sound like a Windows XP computer when like you're running a video game it's like <sighs> like or like an engine taking off you know something like that I know. You can customize the car horn sound for Tesla. Did that actually happen? Yeah, you can do that. I'm pretty sure. And somebody did it with like they did it with the Black Ops COD zombie sound. <laughs> somebody did that as like their kind of their horn, horn beep sound. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, there's there's so many good horns. I remember um, those like memes about it because I think he released like you will be able to customize your horn, and makes me want to go to California because I saw so many Teslas in Cali. Like, I want to just, like, what's it called? Be tailgated by a Tesla just so that they can honk it. Who knows? Maybe I'll be, like, I'll get, like, a, the, uh, like, a, like a bell sound, or, mm. you know? The, the Windows XP, like, tuning off sound or the uh, mm. alarm, you know, like, hurricane alarm or something like that, you know, earthquake sounds. You mean, like, that um, warning the government plays? Yeah, or, like, like you know, like, like a... Sound yeah, 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 like, yeah. Yeah, the, the Amber Alert one, like, you know... Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, a Tesla honks at me, and you just get the the Amber Alert sound. Like, oh, can I move? You know, or yeah. what's uh, what's that sound that I'm thinking of? Oh, it's like the very like, eh, yeah, eh, yeah, yeah, like, that. Or like, like the, the the iPhone alarm sound. Like, I, I I'd probably drive off a cliff with that. <laughs> or the very orchestral Samsung like wake up alarm. I've never had a Sam. I had a Samsung for like a week, but I it's don't like, know. It's like very like. Very classical. Gran- yeah, it's very grandiose and classical. That's cool. No, but like imagine you're like driving and then you just hear a tiger roaring behind you. Turns out it's just Willy Boy on his, you know, on his Tesla. I'm like, oh, sorry, Willy. Go ahead. That'd be kind of cool. I like to see. I wonder if there's people. Like there has to be a community, right? Mm-hmm. Where you can just be like, you know, te- top 10 best horns for your Tesla 2023 or something. I feel like there has to be. Because like, I, I mean, if every electric car does that, I might be compelled to, you know, drop my gas guzzler and go get a, a, a Rivian, you know, mm-hmm. or a Cherno, because that has to be, I will help you fund that project. <laughs> I will design the cars. I don't think I want to be a nuclear physicist. That's the job. We just hire somebody to do it. That's a very good point. Are you studying nuclear physicism? No. Anybody in the audience? Oh, call, cool. call Scott. Scotty in the Capitol Hill, and that's me. We'll hook you up on a job in probably third, a hundred years when nuclear power plants are the size of an iPhone. <laughs> true, true. All right, I have a very important question. Go ahead. 
It's the same question I asked Mr. Wyden. Oh, okay. Do you think Biden has a shot in 2024? <sighs> and if he doesn't, who do you think should take up the mantle? That's a good question. Um, I I don't think I I don't think Biden should re should run again for mm-hmm. office. Um, you know, there's obviously the age talk, and obviously I don't think you should focus the whole argument. It's like, oh, he's like 150. Don't don't run, right? Um, but I feel like he's just he he did what he could. But I mean, the country is such an unstable. I think what they need, I need at least what the Democrats need is they need somebody that isn't a redo. You know, mm. they need they need a new shape, especially because the Democrats are kind of finding their own deal with like, do we want to be? S- there's like the really left Democrats and there's the very center Democrats, mm-hmm. and then they're all kind. There's like an identity crisis on the Democratic Party, and I think Joe Biden at the start he started like a center. But then he was slowly pulled into that, like, left and left. And I just don't think with this approval, like, I'm not saying he's a bad person or anything mm-hmm. or a bad president, but I think it. I also would wage it on who runs against him. But mm-hmm. I think, I don't think Biden should run for a re-election. I think the Democrats should find somebody who embodies, I guess, a Democratic mm-hmm. Party right now, somebody that's, like, willing to be flexible because I think Joe Biden is still kind of trying to feed off the um, I'm working for everybody mm-hmm. but you know I can't really do much right but if I I would I just I would don't think it's a good idea I think I saw an article a couple during the midterms mm-hmm. where a lot of people bring a lot of Democrats like hey would you endorse Biden and a lot of them were like oh this is not time to talk about the election kind of like what Ron Biden said in that you kind of like decided to dodge the question like yeah. in front of everybody but then like said to me privately is like oh yeah no i think i think you can do it yeah yeah um so i i just think like he he could and it could like recreate but i just don't think it should be the play democrats should take so who should take up that mantle um, that's the that's the bigger question i don't know enough democrats um I mean, big Sanders supporter over here, but that's not going to happen. Um, let me think. I don't know. I, I vote Ron Wyden for president. You know? Um, I feel like he's too entrenched in the, I think, I feel on, like, on the Senate. Yeah, I think Ron Wyden, he's like a Chuck Schumer type who, like, he just will stay in the Senate. And he's he's been there for 30-plus years. Uh, Ron Wyden? I'm not sure. Yeah. But he did wish me luck on my LSAT. Um, that's all right. Uh, I mean, another thing I didn't want to say before I answer the other question is mm-hmm. I think if Trump runs again and he manages to win the majority, I think the Democrats will definitely have a better play. Like, they'll get an advantage because I think every, even a, a majority of, I'm going to say center Republicans are kind of mm-hmm. tired with Trump. So if he were to win the majority again and be the one, the running mate, mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like the Democrats would have an easier time because it's like, okay, well, here's the guy who lost 20, who lost, who won 20, 2016, lost 2020. He tried to revoke. He did this whole meddling in the elections. He has a bunch of, um, a bunch of like litigation against him, blah, blah, blah. And he's still running for president. It's kind of like a, it's like telling a joke three times, you know, mm-hmm. The first time is funny. The second time is somewhat funny. The third one is like, eh, yeah, that's about it. The fourth time, it's no longer funny. Um, and I feel like the Democrats would have a little better. And if Joe Biden would run, I don't think it would guarantee him a win, but he might have just a 
higher chance because I mean between Joe or Trump, I think at least most Democrats would still choose Joe. Mm-hmm. Um, now, who would choose? Who would be able to fill that? Um, I gotta think. Do I do I get to uh, phone a friend, aka Google, to look at like? Yeah. Um, I have my own. I have my own personal pick to fill Joe's shoes. Uh, it's very, go for it. It's very unrealistic, but I I I'd, I'd say if any if any like Democrat wanted to kind of like take place and would probably also have a good shot at winning, not just against Trump but also even a fair shot like a decent shot at beating DeSantis. I'd say I'd pick Fetterman. Fetterman. That's my personal pick. The Fetterman's the one that won Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, the new senator. Because basically, I mean, Obama proved that you can be a <coughs> freshman in this oh. in the federal and Congress, and basically, you know, win the White House. Yeah, that's true. And then you know, Trump won twenty sixteen, so it's like it's not really out of the realm of possibility that mm-hmm. anybody else could fill or like win per se. Because I don't know, I don't sense. really see a lot of strong candidates part of the democrats yeah no that that's what i'm thinking i mean i could see camilla running uh is that how you pronounce her name kamala camilla is it camilla or kamala kamala kamala, kamala. I'll, I'll switch friends k harris k harris that's what my co-workers called i just realized that anyway um okay madame vice president right i think madame vice president and i say i call her that because i can't pronounce her first name i don't want to offend anybody but i think she would have Somewhat, I feel like during Joe Biden's presidency, she was very overshadowed. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think I've read a lot about her in the news or like she didn't do a lot apart from, I don't think she even visited Taiwan. That was Pelosi. But I feel like she would might have a chance to run again. I don't think she should, she's the strongest candidate, but mm-hmm. like at the top of my head, that's one other person. I'd love for Sanders to run again. I don't think he'd win. Um, he's also kind of old, so they might bully him for that. Yeah. Um, terrifying that Santis is looking for president. He might. He might, but I mean that 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 like yeah. the the way it looks at least right now is like you know he's like, probably. I mean, I remember I read that the uh, Florida legislator is like planning on maybe adding an amendment that says, oh, a governor doesn't have to give up the position of government governance if he want he or she wants to seek the White but House. That's terrifying. That's a loop. I shouldn't do that. Yeah. No. I, I would vote myself into the president. You would vote for your. You would write yourself. You would start a yes. write-in campaign. Yeah, um, but uh, uh, the Santis. What I did see is that during the midterms, the Santis and Trump were kind of having like a they like a divorce basi- divorce fight. Yeah, basically a divorce. Because they were like they were like besties at one point, but now they're like they don't even talk to each other. Yeah. And they were yeah they were besties during twenty eighteen because that's when the San the Santis first oh took office. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, um, but like if Santis wins, or like if Trump somehow gets into the nomination, and Santis is there, I feel like Trump is gonna kind of like rift them. Mm-hmm. And I think I read this on the New York Times that apparently, if Santis runs and Trump, there's gonna be this split where like it could look yeah. like Kevin McCarthy style, where you know, or there's yeah. only so much support for him, but mm-hmm. unless he doesn't pull those Trump supporters out of the Trump cir- circle. He might not get the full domination, like domination, and you just be split, and you just kind of you have like a fan base of a hundred people, right? Mm-hmm. And if the Santis only gets seventy because Trump got the other thirty, he doesn't win. He doesn't win, or something like that, you know, or like there's other yeah. four. Because I imagine that Santis isn't want to be the only 
nominate that the Republican Party is going to carry out. He seems to be kind of the strongest contender in terms of just mm -hmm. among Republicans and also kind of also more among like a national basis. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen, I've kind of just noticed this as a trend, just being in Oregon. Like I've noticed like more people like publicly wearing like Make America Florida hats than like okay. the Make America Great Again. Yeah, like I've seen I see more of that than mm -hmm. MAGA hats. Like, that's just yeah. a personal observation that I've just seen. I have never seen the Florida ones, but... Yeah, they're kind of like, you know, gray, they're like gray and red. Oh, I might have seen one at Newburgh. Mm -hmm. um, fun fact, I went, I worked uh, at Newburgh, right? I was at mm -hmm. Starbucks, and I kept telling them, people, oh, happy, happy Martin Luther King's Day. Nobody said it back except for one lady. One lady wished it to me. That's I don't know it. if people... They, they might know who he is, but that, which just saddens me. But going back to your question, Democrats. Um, I mean, I think Joe Biden could run for president. Could replace him. I don't know. I, I, again, I think the Democratic Party is just in this kind of split line. They're out of, I feel like they're out of quality candidates. Like there's not a lot to pick from. I feel uh, like Pete Buttigieg has kind of screwed over his own chances. I don't even remember. I think who... Yeah. I, I, I will say something. It mm -hmm. shouldn't be a celebrity. I, I think celebrities should stay far away from So no, no Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Not Dwayne, no uh, formerly artist, or rapper. I don't even want to say his name. He doesn't deserve to be mentioned. But you know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking about because you're laughing. <laughs> he doesn't even... <laughs> uh, that's probably one of the... I don't know, watch it. And I, don't, I, don't, I already touched on it a while ago. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised oh, if you haven't. Yeah, no, I talked about it extensively when it first happened. And then it's just like, the latest news I've heard of him is like, he's kind of, he's, he's got married again. That's the latest I've heard. Really? Yeah. I guess I can't believe he survived that. But uh, I do remember that there was a, a dinner with Trump. And I, I don't remember the guy's name, but it's a pretty, pretty bad... <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good. It, um, it was two dudes. Two with, dudes. It was with them. It was um, Nick Fuentes and that. then Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, Yiannopoulos. Yiannopoulos. I I don't know. I don't know. I don't he's know. He, he's the he's the guy that got dropped by Nike or one of those. Because it was it was. Oh, you can't hear me that way. <laughs> 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 I blocked the microphone to tell you, but then I realize you have headphones. Um. Kim Kardashian's ex-husband, I guess you could say. Uh, it was Nick Fuentes, him, and I might have been another guy, and My, Trump, yeah, right? My, Milo Yiannopoulos, and then Trump. Okay, we'll call him mildly annoying. No, that, that's his literally name. He is? Milo, he no, his name is at Milo Yiannopoulos. I, get, I just call him, I just refer to him as Milo, because, like, how many other, I don't... Well, I, I do know it. another Milo. It's uh, Milo from Fishhooks. You may not know who that is, but no, I, I know. No, I know. I watched that show, and I was. Oh, I love that show. Anyway, so <laughs> this too, I remember that yeah. Milo, right? Sorry, Milo from Fish Hooks. Um, he asked Trump, "Hey, you should be my running mate." And that I think there was something like that came out on an article about when, because a lot of people focused on the Nick Fuentes section of it, mm -hmm. but I think a couple of little things was like, "Oh yeah," and then there was like, you know, mm. Milo, Indianapolis. Um, he was like, he was like, hey, you know, we should run. Let me be the the head though, and you know, you get to be the tail, or something like that. Uh, and I think there was like a thought 
that he was trying to recruit Trump to be his like running mate instead of Trump being like the running mate or something. That's like interesting. That. But so he, he couldn't run because he was born in the UK. I mean, are you surprised that he doesn't know that? I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. That's yeah, a that's, that's a good point. That's a good This is the yeah. guy who uh, started that's a, that's a throwing uh, 1945 references left and right. So, or I mean, 1939 references, if you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, the Democratic Party doesn't have a lot of strong candidates in my. P- I, I bet that once the the whole election, because I think we're a year from from it, right? Um. Well, we're basically. A year from a primary season. Yeah, so we're basically, we're about I want to say seven months. Yeah, we're seven months out from primaries. Oh yeah, we're definitely starting. We're gonna start seeing, but yeah, yeah. I personally believe it should be somebody with the knowledge of, like, a background in knowledge of, you know, either. I'm not a big fan of economists, but like an economist, somebody who studied government, something mm-hmm. like that. You know, somebody who has worked in the field. You know, with experience of it. Definitely not somebody who you know was um, the fa- the what's it called the tooth fairy in that one movie. Uh, tooth fairy. Yeah, the, I think it was Dwayne's movie. There was a he oh. was a tooth fairy or something like that. I um, vaguely, I vaguely. Yeah, remember I remember the cover. It's like a white cover, and he's wearing like wings, and he's taking care of two kids. Wasn't he a, wasn't he a football player too in that film? Wasn't it something maybe like that? I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking of a different film. Never mind. I'm thinking oh. of never Dwayne. Never film. Dwayne. <laughs> Dwayne. It should. It definitely shouldn't be a boulder. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. What about? So you you don't think Biden has a chance of running again? I think okay. So the best shot that Biden has is two scenarios. One, either Trump gets the nomination mm-hmm. and he just beats him again, because I don't I don't see Trump winning in any con- inconceivable like way. Uh. Not editor's cut, but that's what we all said in 2016. I just, I still, I, that still hunts me. <laughs> but continue. But there's also the other, there's the very, very possible scenario where DeSantis wins the nomination, but Trump decides to run still on a separate ticket. And oh. so it's a three way right, a three way race. However, it's not like Ross Perot in the 90s, and it's like, you know, it's two candidates that are basically the same politically, but are just arguing with one another of who should be in charge. And then that way you kind of split you the split, party. Yeah, you split that vote, and then Biden basically wins, like, I don't know, 39 states or something like that because the party split, and, you know, it's oh. majority, whoever, winner takes all. So If like, Donald Trump is listening, please run for a third party. I think you'd make a great president. <laughs> like, hypothetically speaking... Kentucky, sixty votes sixty percent Republican, and forty percent Democrat, but that sixty percent is split evenly between uh, Trump and DeSantis. Well, then Biden still wins it because he yeah. won the most of the vote. Like because yeah. that's the way it's thought of. Actually, no. it'd be exactly how it was in a nineteen the election of nineteen twelve. Oh, because it was Woodrow Wilson mm-hmm. versus uh, Teddy Roosevelt and uh, Taft. 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 Who won that election? I don't remember. It was Wilson. Oh. extensive margin. <laughs> oh, dang. Even though he won with 40%, I believe it was like somewhere around 40% of the popular vote, but Teddy and Taft combined uh, had like major- had like the majority of the vote. Like their two their vote uh, together counted like well over 50. Mm-hmm. But just because the way it's set up like state by state, I think Wilson won like a vast majority of the states and like Teddy won like 
two or three. Damn. I think he won Oregon, actually. I could be wrong on that. No, it was, uh, it was either Oregon or Montana that Petty Rosabella. I digress. Basically, I'm just saying <laughs> it could be a repay. There's a very, I don't know. I posted something on my Instagram how, like, the election of 2024, it could be, I don't know, it could be 1960, which is yeah. possible, which, you know, Kennedy, it could be like, yeah, it could be the, like the election of 1960 where like Kennedy like whoops Nixon. Mm-hmm. It could be 1912 where, you know, there's a split Republican vote like again. Or they're not very likely just because of trends, but there's the very, po- there's it's not really a possibility, but it's, I don't know, a long, I guess a long shot possibility of something even slightly reminiscent of 1980. Define 1980. 1980 is when uh, Reagan basically won 48, I think 48, 49 states oh, okay, compared okay. to Carter. Mm-hmm. I'm saying it's very unrealistic, but also... How how likely do you think the Republicans are to take the, the, the White House? Um, If it's Trump, not a chance. If it's DeSantis uh, against Biden, I think it's very plausible. Yeah. Just because incumbent president, things haven't really improved, if that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so just kind of, even like DeSantis versus like any other damn, like that's why I picked Fetterman because I feel like Fetterman's the only person that has like a reasonable shot because Fetterman is pretty aligned with like Bernie and all his policies, which mm-hmm. are overall very popular with mm-hmm. the most with most of America. That's why, like, I'm thinking, like, those two, like, going the head-to-head, I believe, like, Fetterman definitely has a slightly better odds. Mm-hmm. That's my perspective, anyway, of it. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a question that I forgot. But, but, but. Um, oh, I was going to say, and I forgot. It's blank. It's gone. It's gone. Um, I had a question. You got anything to say? Go ahead, because I'm trying to remember. <laughs> well, yeah, no, 2024. It's it's a lot fast. It's here a lot faster. Yeah, no, definitely is. And it feels. Yeah. I know when you said that it was gonna take seven months, I was like, oh, seven months. But then I was like, I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, and it's gonna be like 2025. It doesn't feel like I feel like I was in high school like yesterday. Like it Dang. doesn't. Time has. Time's gone fast. It's too fast. I don't like it. I'm like. 21. Sorry, I had to count. <laughs> I'm like 21. Yeah. I was like, dang. I used to be like, I don't know, 1, 20 years ago. Wild. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying really hard, but I can't remember. Um, what topic was it related it, to? It was related to the election. It was right. 2024? Yeah. Um, it was about a specific candidate? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say... Uh, so obviously Fetterman hasn't said anything about running the election, but you think he would actually take on, like his person, like if if you were not if you were, but like looking at what happened in Pennsylvania, do you think he would actually go for the election? Here's the thing: I feel like he's kind of like the, oh, he's obviously he could easily be the inheritor to Bernie's movement kind of mm-hmm. guy. He obviously like you know he won a very contested Senate race by a large, larger margin than was initially expected or pulled at. Mm-hmm. So he could maybe potentially continue off that energy. 
He also has, like, probably some of the best social media engagement I've seen in, like, a long, long time in terms okay. of, like, a politician. Mm-hmm. Where he would, like, do you have a Twitter? No. Well, basically, every day he would be, like, Oz would tweet, uh, stop Fetterman, blah, blah, blah. And then Fetterman would go, like, uh, shut up, you're from New Jersey. And then get, like, 12,000 likes or something like that. I already like him. I think he's got a chance. <laughs> <laughs> also, he was from New Jersey. I mean, can, can we go from there? Uh, now, I do remember my question, though. Mm-hmm. Um, that's two, actually. So, in terms, what do you think? So, say Joe, mm-hmm. you know, like Trump calls him, Sleepy Joe, does, wants to run for the election. What do you think Joe Biden can do two. to kind of lift his own, like, popular? Um, obviously, probably my... I talk about it extensively because I kind of like hash on him because there's a lot of stuff he can do via executive orders Mm -hmm. that can just be instantly passed without like having to go through Congress, which especially now he can't even do that. Mm -hmm. Like a great example would be like, oh, I can just declare a public health emergency and make health care free for everybody. It's that simple. Or like, oh, I can make marijuana legal basically by with some fancy language and say like oh yeah don't worry about it you're not going to go to jail if you have this on you Mm -hmm. or if you're just smoking it recreationally Mm -hmm. like just very like obvious things Mm -hmm. that he could just do but he just hasn't done makes sense makes sense um my next question is so in terms of the Democratic Party, how do you... So obviously we've seen very close elections recently. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think the Democratic Party can do to have a bit of a lead margin? Cause like f- and if you don't understand my question, I can give you an example. Mm-hmm. Um, during the midterms, you know, a lot of Democrats went with the issue if a Republican wins, abortions can be removed, right? Mm-hmm. But they also sent that message a lot in places where abortion was already protected and that kind of led to like a bit of like okay yeah we know abortion is important but we in like for example in oregon we already have abortion tell it's us in, something it's else, in the right? co- yeah that's i guess to go off of what you just said that was kind of like my main complaint with kotek is her kind of campaigning she campaigned mainly on abortion mm-hmm. even though it's it's in the state constitution drazen couldn't touch it like mm-hmm. at all and i'm pretty sure she said like I'm not even going to bother with it because I can't really do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, go on. Yeah, so what would you say in, in terms of those, uh, in terms of, like, what can the Democrats do in order to have, like, a a bigger chance? Because I feel like this, this coming presidential election is going to be just as tight as the 2020. If not, it'll be, like, the midterms for presidential. Mm-hmm. I'd say, like, the best thing... The best thing the Dems can do is just have popular economic policy. Mm-hmm. And keywords basically dump the the dump the blue dog like caucus, which you know, Joe Manchin and several other Dem- basically kind of like kind of dump the center Dems, move a little more left, but mainly just focus on public like economic policy and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Like try to fight for healthcare, mm-hmm. like Medicare for all, which I think would be like the biggest thing because mm-hmm. I think I talk like I talk about this and then I talk, I think about um FDR basically the New Deal Democrats destroyed the Republicans for 13 14 years like straight and like a super majority like in both houses of Congress 
and basically they could just pass and do whatever they wanted because they were just doing good policy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And like, you know, good economic policy that actually gave change to people's lives and got people out of the Great Depression and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I definitely think the Democrats should focus. They, they got good points and everything, but mm-hmm. I think one of the Democrats, and I think that was one of the weakest points we saw on the uh, midterms, is Democrats just didn't have a lot when it comes to the economic, like economic, economics mm-hmm. uh and like republicans ran with this like what is the democrat gonna do with the economy nothing mm-hmm. look at congress right yeah and then democrats you know you try to answer it's like that was like well we really haven't done anything what can i really do with that <laughs> yeah uh build back better um <laughs> you know it went from was it like 10 to 5 to 7 to 1.3 to 1.1 and it's not even going to be like seen realized until like 10 years later. Yeah, something like that. a lot of funding isn't really even going towards stuff that would, like, impact people now or stuff like, yeah. I didn't read a lot on the Build Back Better, but it definitely, yeah. definitely wasn't the, the Build Back Better Better Biden wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I think, I mean, I, I think, I think even in 2020, when Joe Biden won, everybody was like, come on, get your game on. Like, like I, obviously, I think if Trump runs again, um, I just don't want to jinx future, you know. I don't want to be like, oh, he won't win. Because we all said that the night of the election. Oh, you know, even South Park was like, oh, they won't, he won't win. Well, yeah, no, they had to rewrite the final. Like, they, they had to rewrite the final. They had to rewrite episode. the finale because, like, they, say, they saw he won. It's like, oh, crap, we got to rewrite this entire episode. <laughs> yeah. I, I hope they release that episode. I'd love to see, uh, you know, I think I'm due for another alternate movie, alternate universe episode. <laughs> so, yeah. Time where we are, uh, definitely long. We're at two hundred, a lot. Two hundred and a lot. Okay. Well, we recorded. It's probably been like hour thirty. Oh, okay, uh, you can cut it. I used to, I used to film YouTube yeah. videos with friends. Yeah. We'd film like a like a Minecraft video for an hour and a half, and then I'd sit there, yeah. watching the whole video, cutting in pieces. <laughs> I, I want to say. Uh, thank you for tuning in to this amazing conversation. I would say uh, thank you for our guest for appearing on this episode. It was really fun. I'm definitely willing to come back. If you need a co-host, I will definitely join. Give me give me a resume. Give me an application. <laughs> I'd love to do it. <laughs> this All was right. really fun. Yeah. All right. Uh, thank you for tuning in to uh, Capitol Hill Landscaping with uh, Scotty featuring special guest Alejandro. Alejandro. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It was really fun. I All really right. appreciate it. Have a wonderful day and uh, check out our other programming only on KWU. We're on Spotify, KWU Voices. It's just right there. You just go on Spotify. Type it. It'll Spotify even reads your mind. It'll it'll find it. It will auto correct and auto fill for you. Thanks. Thanks for so much for listening and see you next time. Bye.